weird angle, and I would say broken in two, maybe three places. As I got him into the basket, something was obviously wrong with his shoulder. I'm guessing it's dislocated. What about the lady? Tony asked. When we got her to the top, and the EMTs took her to the helicopter, she was alert and talking to them. The only thing wrong with that woman, other than a broken ankle, was that she's a dumb shit for falling in that crevice in the first place, Treb answered. Tony couldn't help but laugh at Treb's blunt words. There was never a dull moment when he was around. The little group had just made it inside the town limits when they were stopped by a train blocking the road. They ended up waiting almost a half hour for the train to move so they could get to the hospital. Tony was actually surprised a town of that size had such a quality trauma center. Then he reconsidered his opinion when he realized how remote the area was and how many tourists participated in challenging activities. Now, Tony sat wondering why there were certain events in life that made time stop. When he was a kid, he would spend his days playing with his brothers and sisters, going camping and riding horses. Then he would find himself in the dentist chair and time would stop. He knew as soon as the big fat guy in the white coat walked in the room, there would be pain and nasty, evil words. He learned later that dentists didn't usually hate their patients, and that dental procedures weren't supposed to hurt that bad. Being only seven years old, he thought that was just the way dental appointments were. The guy eventually had his license revoked and spent some time in jail. From that time on, his parents, four brothers and two sisters, rallied around him, protecting their youngest as much as they could. It was pretty embarrassing having one of them accompanying him to every doctor or dentist appointment until he was eighteen years old. No amount of arguing would dissuade them. The baby of the family would be protected. Now, Tony was twenty-seven, and he sometimes wished that his family would again protect him from bad situations. Had they known about his year-long affair with Tyler Hayward and the subsequent four months of painful heartache, the whole family would have hauled his ass back home and circled with covered wagons. The only people who'd known about the affair were his rescue-for-hire teammates, their partners, and Tyler's siblings, one sibling being Pip, Jack's partner. So far, Tony was glad things hadn't become awkward between Pip and him. Of course, Tony couldn't forget about Tyler's parents knowing, especially his mother. Thinking about her still brought bile to his throat. Tony had thought he had finally found the one for him— when he had met the charismatic Tyler at a christening party for Jack and Pip's twins. The attraction was instantaneous. Their tastes ran similar in everything from movies to foods to sex. Looking back, now that time had given him the ability to see through that huge wall of pain inside, their love could be compared to a match. It had burst into flame, but with no foundation to keep the fire going, all of the secrets smothered them and they were forced to let the flame go out. He was at a point now where he could breathe again. It had taken a while, but he was starting to accept the idea that there may be someone in his future, if he were lucky. Unfortunately, like the dentist chair, time had stopped again. Looking over at Brett and Jack's sweet pip, Tony could see they were a mess. Those two always rose to the challenge of handling their alphas, but... Tony had a feeling this accident and their subsequent recovery were going to be the ultimate challenge for them. The door to the waiting room burst open, 
bringing Tony out of his contemplation. Tony couldn't believe his eyes when a harder version of their boss walked in. The man didn't even hesitate as he walked up to the group and stated, My name is Shane Miller. I'm Cade's brother. The hospital called and said there was an accident. I'm looking for Brett. Silence followed. This was the first time most of them had heard of Cade having a brother. Brett had flown in with Pip as soon as Tony had called them about the accident. Since they had arrived, Brett had been very quiet and withdrawn, clinging to Pip's hand. Now he raised bloodshot brown eyes and said, I'm glad you could get here sooner than you were supposed to. Cade's hurt. They rushed him into surgery, but they won't tell me anything else. Laser blue eyes swept over the group. They stopped briefly on him, and Tony felt heat rush into his face, and the hair on his arm stand straight up. Then they released him and were back on.